حدثنا محمد بن علي حدثنا النضر وأخبرنا ابن عوف عن ابن سيرين قال هذا الحديث دين فانظروا عمن تأخذون دينكم Ibn Sirin said, these hadiths are religion, therefore pay heed to whom you take your, whom you take your, you take your religion from. And that's the final narration in the Shema'il al-Tirmidhi. So just literally just a few points about that final narration. Is that we covered the chapter on, on dream, dreaming of the Prophet Wasallam, and then Imam al-Tirmidhi finished his, his work. By talking about if you become a judge, then make sure you judge according to what's in the hadith of the Prophet والسلام, and then be and being careful about where you take your religion from. And there's different interpretations of why he's done that. And they said it was because he's he's finishing his book with advice, general advice for believers and how to live their lives according to the Sunnah of the Prophet. But just on the final one. Uh, the, the, the scholars mentioned that this narration is also is, is talking specifically about hadith that you should be careful where you take your hadith from. But more generally, from my understanding as well, is that it's also talking about uh, the company of the people you keep as well, and that's going to impact on your religious practice as well. So there's the very obvious one where you go to certain people and you try to learn your religion from them. So whether it's at Karima or whether it's on YouTube nowadays or Instagram or wherever, Snapchat, there's people giving you religious advice. And this hadith is very specific. Be very careful about who you're taking religious advice from. And that's very obvious. But then there's also, and there's Muslim scholars talk about this, Imam Ghazali talks about this, other scholars of Islamic spirituality is about passive passive uh, influence of people as well and that's the people that you keep company with so they said it comes down to friendship the people you're around the friends that you have or the people that you interact with and they also will have an impact on you even though you may not be trying to take advice from them you're not going to study with them you're not trying to learn from them but just the way that they behave their religious practice it also has an impact on you and that's why Imam al-Ghazali and others they said your colleagues, your friends, your companions, the people that you're around, they are of three types. There's one who's like food. So just like you eat every day, this, this applies to teachers and to colleagues and friends, is that the first one is like food. You can't go without them every day. You, you need to be interacting on, on a daily basis in order just to survive. And those are the good friends, good teachers, good company. You need to be in contact with them on a regular basis on multiple times a day. And then there's colleagues, teachers or companions who are like me- who are like medicine. So you would only go and interact with them, not all the time, not on a daily basis, because that would be harmful for you. You wouldn't be taking medicine every day because you're not ill every day. So if you have an illness, you become ill, then you take medicine. Just like, and, and just the same with a t- certain type of people, you only interact with them on a, on a basis, on a, Basis when you need to interact with them. Okay, so that's the second type. And then they said the third type of companion is like poison. Okay, so food every day, multiple times a day, medicine when you need to. And then the third, pers- third type of person is like poison. And they are people that you, if you interact with them, then it's going to affect your 
spiritual state is going to affect your religious practice as well even though it's not you're not going to uh, interact with them for religious purposes but it just impacts on you and that's why scholars of the past said people have a spiritual state and it impacts on you and it leaks over onto you like passive you know, passive smoking you might not be smoking but just if you're around people who are smoking you're going to breathe in and there's many hadith about that but they said either you're going to affect them if you're very strong you're going to affect them or they're going to affect you and if they don't affect you just by being around them you're going to be wasting your time and you could have been doing something better <coughs> and you haven't and this aspect of of just the spiritual aspect is very important because the companions talked about it the day Prophet the city was enlightened and they said the day he passed away they felt as if the city had become darkened they, they felt it and then the early Muslims mentioned it as well and Imam Ghazali mentions a quote from Jafar bin Suleiman he said when I used to feel lazy or just spiritually low, I would just go and see Muhammad bin Wasi. I would just go and look at him. And that was just to be and be around him. And that, that meeting or just seeing him would be sufficient to last the whole week. I used to, my whole religious practice, I would be energized for the whole week by just being in his company once a week. That would Give me energy and you might have experienced that yourself i've experienced it and other people possibly have as well that certain people obviously have that blessing in their in their company and just seeing them gives you extra spiritual energy as well and just to finish off that's a very important point as well this passive imbibing of, of spiritual energy as is if you could call it that or your energy to practice your faith or give strength to your faith as well but just finish off with a, with a story that Imam al-Ghazali mentions and that's very, very important in our time as well is that he mentions a story of uh, two men who were in a part of a community, they were living on a mountain and they were very close to each other. So I managed to find it, it's in the chapter of uh, brotherhood in the Ahya. So Imam al-Ghazali mentions a story, which I'll just summarize, where there's two brothers, and they were very pious. Brothers meaning brothers in faith, not blood brothers. They're very close to each other, they're very close friends, and they were worshippers, good pious people. And then one of them, one of the two friends, he came down from the mountain into the town with a dirham to buy meat. And then when he was in the town, he saw something which he shouldn't have seen. And one thing led to another, and he ended up... Um, doing something which is very, very bad in our religion, which I'm not going to mention, but he did something very, very bad, which was haram. And as he, he went astray, as it were, from the straight path, for want of a better phrase. And he ended up not going back to, to the mountain, to his community. He just stayed there for a number of days. And his, brother, his friend, close friend on the mountain, was like, he went to buy some meat and he has to come back. It's been days now. What's happened to him? So he came down the mountain and he asked, starts asking in the town, going from place to place, have you seen a person? And then he eventually finds out where his friend is, who's basically in a wild party, as it were, let's just say, having a wild party, or partying quite hard. And he goes in and finds him while he's partying. And he sees him and he goes up to him and he just grabs him and hugs him. And his friend, 
who's the wild partier, was so embarrassed, so ashamed that what happened to him, that he tried to pretend that he wasn't the friend. He said, no, you got the wrong person. I'm not the person you think. You're just getting me confused. I probably look like him. And, he, and his, Muhammad Ghazali says that his friend just kept on holding on to him and he just would not let go of him. And when he realized he's not letting go of him, he said, yeah, actually, yeah, it, it is me. And you see what's going on here. I'm in a really bad place. And his friend said to him, the one that came looking for him, said, Our, the love I have for you is the most at this moment in time compared to in the past. Because at this moment in time, and Imam Ghazali mentions the similar narration, this, at this moment in time is when I, you, you need me most and I need to be your friend the most. And that's just a very, very important point about the effects friends can have on each other and how they help each other as well in this spiritual journey in this life. And obviously, from the way that Imam Ghazali mentions it, then because of that friendship and that strong friend that he had, that this man, it was, he went back with his friend and was righteous again. So that's very, just a point there. And obviously, the friend that came down from the mountain looking for his friend that had gone astray, obviously had spiritual strength, as they say, for want of a better word, phrase. It's not that he was weak himself, because if he'd gone into that place where his friend was, if he was weak, he would probably have joined him. Okay? So it's very important that if somebody, for example, is drowning and you don't have to swim yourself, you don't jump in. Because that's what some people do. They say, okay, I'll, I'll go and do this. I'll, it doesn't matter, I can watch X, Y, Z this odd video, it won't impact on me. Certain people can do those things and, and, and speak about certain issues and, and delve into certain things. If you, but if you don't have the, the background, the strength, going into those kind of issues will just end up harming you. So that, that person who came down from the mountain looking for his friend, he was strong. He knew he could help his friend. And, you need to have, and we all need to have people like that around us. And we're con like, like food that we're in contact with them on a daily basis. <clears throat> Inshallah, and then we can take obviously spiritual strength from that. And then obviously, as Imam Timothy mentions, be careful who you take your religion from because this whole book, the Shama'il, is about the, the Sunnah of the Prophet and his practice. And then obviously, we try to implement that where possible. <coughs> Allah give us the tawfiq. And you can only do that. An important part of it is not just about reading a book, it's about being around pious people. And I, think, I believe that's what Imam Timothy is trying to say himself. An important way of following the sunnah is being about around good people and have good company especially in this age may allah give us a tawfiq inshallah to to be around the pious people and good people and be in their company and benefit from them ameen mm -hmm.